True Driven Podcast, the podcast for the few, the true, the driven, those special people we call the true driven, and I say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble, thanks for joining us here as always, and remember, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, make sure you're following us and turn on those notifications so you can be the first to know and stay in the know when we drop new stuff which is going to come at you fast and furious. And thanks as always for being so generous enough to share this message with other folks. I appreciate that, especially those fellow True Drivens out there that need to hear this message. I want to talk to you today about one thing that is key and essential for all of us, regardless of where you come from, what your focus is, what you're currently working on, what you're driven to do. I personally believe this is one of the most important qualities of life. I think it's one of the most noble pursuits. In my humble yet very accurate opinion, every single person benefits from this, even if they don't appreciate it or understand it. It's so important that I have assigned it as my number one core value. What we're talking about today is this concept of freedom. We hear this term a lot, and in some cases, it's even been attacked. Here in the United States, we take that term very seriously. We hold it near and dear. It's, a, it's an earnest term for us. We hold it as sacred, or at least we used to. Some people have surrendered their freedom in favor of identity politics. Some people have surrendered their freedom in the need to constantly feel safe, their version of safe, so much so that they've adopted other people's concept of safety through this element called fear. It's funny. Fear is very elemental. Uh, to us as human beings, our experience as human beings, we feel and experience fear differently. Some of us experience it in ways that others don't. Some people love to skydive, jump out of an airplane. In fact, to them, it brings them closer to feeling alive. And others, man, they see that as literally one step closer to death. So we can be two different people having an exact same experience. One's going to feel fear, one's not. And it's so interesting that that element of fear, that experience of fear has been leveraged more and more and are slowly begun to, in fact, in some cases, rapidly begun to erode our actual experience of freedom. You might argue, hey, JT, isn't freedom also elemental? Like, don't we feel that sort of, uh, you know, differently from each person? And the answer is 100% yes. In fact, the concept, the idea of freedom freedom has been sort of spread throughout different parts of our human experience. We actually use it, especially you'll hear this a lot in marketing, time freedom, financial freedom, 
religious freedom, freedom of speech. There's all these different varieties of freedom. And every single one of us on some capacity wants and needs that freedom. But what's often missed is that we're also guaranteed that freedom. Especially here in the United States, under our Constitution, a Constitution that's come under fire from the very group of people that want to strip that freedom from all of us, even if you don't live in the United States. It's interesting. For just two seconds, and I don't mean to make this about any particular country, the United States has been sought after worldwide by people seeking a better way of life. They have literally escaped tyranny, escaped certain death to come into the United States with no guarantees of anything other than the protection by the Constitution. Men and women have gone to war, faced certain death, and in many cases, paid that ultimate price through death just to preserve the guarantee of freedom. This is not an idea or a concept. This is a reality. This is not something that is a luxury. This is not something that we negotiate. And it's definitely not something we compromise. We may misunderstand it, and we may not all agree that our definition of freedom is the same for each of us. But one thing we as true drivens have to get clear in our minds is that freedom is non-negotiable. We will have our freedom, but only if we defend it. I don't want this to come off as a call to arms. I don't want this to come off as a call for revolution. If it leads to that, then maybe it was meant to be. I'm laying out the reality for those of you who have the maturity and the willingness to hear what I'm about to say. Freedom is important to all of us right now. Freedom is important to those of us who aren't even born yet. And those future generations will not know freedom unless we right now rise up, unify, and defend that freedom. But we have to understand what the fuck freedom is in the first place. We have to understand it so that we can therefore create a plan to ensure the preservation of that freedom. What does freedom actually mean to you? If you're one of those people that says, freedom's really important to me, then what does it actually represent to you? What does it mean to you? Not the definition of the word, unless you want to create your definition for it, but what does it actually mean to you? To me, it means to be self-directed and to pursue one's journey, to realize one's destiny, to have the opportunity to live on our terms. What it doesn't mean is that because I have a certain way of thinking, that's the only way. 
What freedom doesn't imply is that as long as I'm happy, we're good. And I think a lot of times people have mislabeled this concept of freedom. They've said, well, listen, if you don't agree with the way I think, then therefore your idea of freedom is less important to me. My freedom, my definition is the most important. We start to get into this kind of tit for tat battle, this tug of war between ideals. When all we have to do is come to a common reality that you can have your way, I can have my way, and we can actually live in the same space. We can actually cohabitate this same amazing country. In fact, we can cohabitate the entire globe together, even if we disagree wholeheartedly on things. Because we have the freedom to be self-directed, to pursue our journey, to live our truth. It doesn't mean to be in anarchy and do whatever we want to whomever we want. It doesn't mean to seek out to do damage and harm. Sometimes damage and harm is going to happen as a direct result of us not necessarily being aligned on everything. In fact, being overtly misaligned on what seems like everything is going to happen as well. That's the beautiful part about living under the veil of freedom. I had the privilege and the honor to serve 12 and a half years in the United States Navy, 12 and a half years of active duty service. I say a privilege and an honor because the privilege means I had the physical ability to qualify to be in the armed forces. I had the natural drive, the compulsion to want to be a part of that. I feel privileged to have had those qualities instilled in me. Now, I had a lot of that great experience and example set by both my grandfathers. My grandpa, Hal, he was a B-17 pilot in World War II. He flew and fought against the fascists and the Nazis in Europe. That was one thing I grew up with as an example. My other grandfather, he was actually on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941. He was there the morning it was attacked. He was part of the fight back. He was part of the defense of that base. He was there as a chief petty officer in the United States Navy. What's interesting about both of those men is not the constant experience that they shared. They were very generous in sharing their experience, but it was more about the way they lived their life because they truly had the experience of having to fight. They had the experience of having to see their freedom literally being threatened. They were at war. War is interesting because war can tell you so much about people. It can tell you a lot about yourself. And one thing that war does is it will absolutely show what's important to you and what your priorities are. That generation we call the greatest generation demonstrated to us in red, white, and blue exactly what their values were. And not just red, white, and blue here in the United States. It happened worldwide. Worldwide, as a human race, we stood up against tyranny. We stood up against fascism. We stood up against the Nazis. We stood up against absolute terror, true, unadulterated terror, terror that was designed to destroy freedom so that they could control the masses. It made sense back in the 40s. 
and even before that in World War I and so on. It made sense because, well, it's war, JT, obviously. Bullets flying, missiles on the, you know, in the air, airplanes you know, flying for, uh, plane to plane, men in the trenches shooting at each other. War makes sense in the sense that you're saying, okay, that's combat. What people have failed to realize is that there is a very real war going on right now. And even though there's no bullets being fired, even though there's no planes flying air, air combat, even though there's no surface to ground missiles or air to ground missiles going off, even though we don't have actual physical explosions in combat being constructed or being conducted in our own backyards, we are at war. And just like the wars of the past, what's being attempted to be taken away from us is our freedom. You can either wake up and embrace that reality, or you can keep your head buried in the sand, stay complacent, stay compliant, and hope for the best. As a true driven, I know that that latter is not an option for you. So let's talk about the way forward. Let's talk about what we need to do to preserve freedom. Number one, you need to define for yourself what freedom means. What does that word mean? Not from a definition standpoint, but from meaning. What about freedom do you value? What does freedom represent? How does it impact your life? How does it show up? How is it part of your daily life? Freedom is about enjoyment. Freedom is about the ability to have all the things we want in life, to experience the things we want in life, to be able to move freely, to be able to associate with whomever we want, to be able to consume what we want, to be able to read and hear and see and have the experience of the information coming at us as we want. Call that freedom of speech, protected under the First Amendment of the United States. What does it mean to you, though? What does this concept of freedom actually mean to you? And how does it show up in your daily life? How do you tap into that freedom? Because you do, on a continual basis. But see, so rarely do we actually break it down and think about how much we actually use it. It's like electricity. You flip the switch on, the lights turn on. We don't think about how that happens. We don't even care that somebody had to engineer and design the system to make it to, to allow it to, to be a possibility for us. We don't think about the amazing electricians that are responsible for ensuring that continued flow of electricity. We don't think about that stuff. We just Use it. Same thing goes with freedom. So what is it about your daily experience that is predicated on your ability to have freedom? Your ability to build your business, to build your career, to build your family, to build your body, to build your fortune. All of those things are predicated on the existence of freedom. Unfiltered unlimited freedom. Not the kind of freedom that you have to pay for with a certain sense of, okay, I'll do that for this except for that. It's not conditional. Unconditional freedom. So where is it? What does it mean to you and how do you experience it? Number two, 
if you were to lose it, what would life look like? If you were to lose your freedom, how would you experience life on a daily basis? And here's the spoiler alert, the uncomfortable truth that so many people are working their ass off, overworking their ass off to avoid. The truth is this. You do not temporarily surrender freedom and then get it back. Whoever takes your freedom will consume it and it will never come back to you. Do not think for two seconds that a mandate of any kind has an end date. There is no end date to the mandate. It will be forever. There is no end date to when you surrender any piece of your freedom. It's gone forever. Think about that. When you consider what's important to you, how you interface and how you use freedom, how freedom facilitates the way of life you've come to enjoy and expect and demand. Because all of that stuff that freedom facilitates goes away with your freedom as well. Is it worth it? You may say, I'm willing to negotiate this a little bit for my need for comfort. I'm willing to give up a little bit of my freedom for my sense of safety. I'm willing to give up a little bit of my freedom for my addiction to certainty. But understand this. The instant you do that, you have made a deal with the devil and you're never getting it back. There's a reason it was called the Revolutionary War. The revolution was we were fighting back against tyranny to create freedom. We created it. To give it back, there is no revolution in bringing it back. At least not without a very high price to pay. The question is, are you willing to pay that price? Are you willing for it to get bloody, violent, dangerous, everlasting? Or is it easier to fight back now with a little bit of discomfort and a whole lot of courage? Until we get clear on what freedom means to you, until we get clear on where freedom is actually showing up in your life, and then get clear on what life could possibly look like as you surrender that freedom To have those two realities side by side in comparison to one another, it's very difficult to truly appreciate freedom. Unless you've actually been to war, unless you've actually given anything of yourself sacrifice-wise in order to preserve that freedom, it's very difficult to understand. And I know it sounds easy for me because, like I said, I spent 12 and a half years on active duty, five deployments, three combat tours. I've seen some of the worst parts of humanity. I've seen what life looks like without freedoms because I was coming from a reality with freedoms. And to have those two side by side is what I'm hoping to illustrate for you here. 
I pray that you personally or anybody that you love and care about never has to experience the realities of war. But the only way to know that our freedoms, the defense of those freedoms, won't have to escalate into full-blown war of any kind, is to first get very clear on what you need for, for freedom to be true for you and to be willing to do whatever it takes to preserve that. And the more you do now, the less you'll have to do later. Because if you wait to stand up for your freedoms, if you wait to stand up to tyranny, if you wait to stand up to bullshit you don't agree with, the longer you let it go, the more of that freedom you surrender. Freedom that slowly, bit by bit, inch by inch, is gone forever. And if you think that I'm being melodramatic here, if you think that I'm trying to instill fear, if you think that I'm only adding to the anxiety and the pain and the stress of the world, I assure you this, I am not. I'm simply that irritating motherfucker telling you what you need to hear, telling you the truth. And the reason it's irritating and the reason you might be thinking I'm a motherfucker right now is because you've become too complacent listening to the idiots on the mainstream media, listening to your friends on the news and all these other bullshit talk shows, complacently telling you, carefully telling you, crafting a message designed to help you feel better in these uncertain times. That's not what leaders want. Some of you have probably gotten fucking sick of that shit and you're tired of it and you're not going to listen to it anyway. Welcome and thank you for being a part of the cause. Freedom is what we have right now as the single most important part of our existence as human beings. It's more important than safety. 100% yes. And I realize that's going to offend some people who are easily offended and since being offended is a personal choice, a choice of weakness, a choice of surrendering our power to somebody else or something else, I have no fucking play in that. If somebody wants to become offended because I say freedom is way more important than safety, then good. That person can go away. I don't fucking care. I care about you. I care about me. And I care about that person because what they fail to recognize is that safety, comfort, all this other bullshit that is convenient and joyful are made possible because of freedom. You kill the freedom, you will eventually lose the security. You will eventually lose the comfort. You will eventually lose the safety. Because the people taking your freedom from you will therefore take all the other safety, comforts, and everything with it. They don't care about you. Be very careful about falling down the primrose path of this idea that safety is more important than freedom temporarily, just for now. Bullshit. That is a lie. A lie that society has fallen for for far too long. But JT, things are starting to get better. Things are starting to open up. Restrictions are lifting. 
they're lifting because there's a greater agenda behind it. They're called midterm elections, my friend. Wake up. These are people who are trying to keep their jobs. The shit's going to hit the fan again after November. Unless we stand now. Unless we begin to adopt now a zero tolerance policy against people taking our freedoms. Whether it's your number one core value or it's not. Every single person is dramatically affected by their freedoms, their liberties, and their sovereignty being eroded. Whether this idea works for you or not is not really important. Whether this is convenient timing or not is not really important. Whether this agrees with, aligns with, or does not with your political views is not important. Because this is not a partisan conversation. This is not a partisan idea. Freedom is for all of us. Red, blue, left, right, or somewhere down the fucking middle. We have got to stop being divided by the bullshit being spewed by the mainstream media, social media, and big tech outlets. We have to start seeing each other as equal. I don't care if you voted for Trump. I don't care if you voted for the other guy. I don't care if you voted. I don't care if you didn't vote. I don't give a fuck what color you call your hair. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what fucking gender you assign yourself as. That is not my business. But you have the freedom to decide because of the country we live in. Even if you hate this country, even if you're somebody who feels because of your First Amendment rights, you can burn the flag. You know what? I would much rather you have that freedom, whether I agree with it or not. I would much rather you have that freedom than to have that freedom stripped of you simply because It doesn't match up with how I personally see it. That's the beautiful part. I've had people ask me this. Hey, JT is a veteran. What do you think about pro athletes kneeling? What do you think about people burning the flag? What do you think about people bad-mouthing our country when they actually live here? What do you think about people promoting socialism and communism and all this shit as opposed to, you know, being about the American values, our country values? that we've grown to know and benefit from. What do you think, JT? My answer is simple. It doesn't fucking matter what I think. Because I raised my right hand and took an oath. That oath went something like this. I, JT DeBolt, swear to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. There's more to the oath, but that's the part that you really need to understand. That I swear to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to that to that oath and to that constitution. 
True faith and allegiance. How much can you say of yourself that you do that for freedom? How much are you living that true allegiance? How much of that is a true faithful allegiance to the way of life that you enjoy? Or how much of it is, con- is, is conditional for you where you're just willing to give it up under certain circumstances? I mean, under these circumstances, for a temporary time, I'm allow- I- I'll-, I'll go ahead and allow this to happen. If that's you, you are not getting the message. It's going over your head. You're missing it. That I take this obligation freely, freely. Isn't that amazing? Nobody forced me to do this. I stepped up and said, I take this obligation an obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. In other words, it's not conditional. If you choose to badmouth the country, if you choose to hate me, I will still defend your right to have that freedom. That's how much I love you. That's how much I love this country. And I would do it all over again. In fact, I would be hard-pressed, you would be hard-pressed to find any veteran who's ever taken that same oath that would say, I changed my mind about that. No, you might. You may find people, like myself, who do not love our government, but still love our country. You may find people, like myself, who do not believe in the policies of certain administrations. That does not mean we don't love our country, nor would we still give our lives to defend the freedom is it, does it mean that you have to have served in the military or law enforcement or any frontline act of service in order to get this? The answer is fucking no. Any human being, any citizen, whether you're a United States citizen or otherwise, in your country, but especially this one here in the United States, has a fucking obligation to stand up for the rest of humanity and demand freedom. For the rest of humankind until until with a loud, unified voice, I'm going to be with my brothers and sisters of different races, colors, creeds, religions, political affiliations. We are all in this together against you, the power elite, the tyrants trying to take this freedom from us. We'll fucking die for this. Us, we, the people. Does this come off as some sort of blood-curdling, thump, chest-thumping rally cry? Potentially. And if that's how you take it, roger that. But I'm not going to die without this message coming out of me. If this is my last day on earth, I want to make sure that this message doesn't die with me. I don't think it's my last day on earth. I hope it's not. But even more so than that. I hope, no, I ensure you, I promise you, I will never fucking back down from my commitment to my number one core value of freedom. I will never back down to my responsibility to ensure you and I, our children, our children's children, and everybody else, even the people that oppose us, I will not back down from our responsibility to ensure all of them, all of us, have the opportunities to live the way we want to, self-directed, sovereign human beings, citizens of a great nation, members of the human race.
co-creators of a life of opportunity for ourselves and other people, even people we'll never meet, even people we don't even know. And in some cases, people that may actually fucking hate our guts. Remember what this is for. Get clear on what it means to you. Ask yourself, how does it show up in your life on a daily basis? And what would life look like if it was all stripped away from you? Because you have to understand this about freedom. You don't take and give just a little bit here and then get it back. Once you start to take, they continue. Once you start to give, rather, they continue to take. It's not worth it. Trust me, going to war is not worth it. And right now, we are actually at war. It's a war of information. It's a war. It's a culture war. We're being pitted against each other. And again, if you fucking hate my guts, I get it. I understand that. I'm not asking you to love me. I'm asking you to join me. I'm asking you to go shoulder to shoulder with me on this. If you're a veteran, I'm expecting that of you. If you've been to war... We get each other. We'll fucking do it again. Like, honestly, it's worth it. Identity politics, fucking brainwashed bullshit that's coming out of the social media and the mainstream media, all of that stuff, we've got to cut that shit off. We have to demand better. We have to demand better of the people that are in charge or in positions of authority. They're not leaders, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. You could probably point to a couple of examples of people in political positions that demonstrate leadership. I'm not saying there's none. What I'm challenging you to do is to question all of these people, some of which you may have put a lot of faith in, some of which you may have voted into office. Be willing to say, hey, I got that fucking decision wrong. Okay, great. Nobody ever gets them all right. But you have to be able to look at what's going on right now and say, this ain't fucking working. And the concept of surrendering freedom for the delusional hope of something better than that is complete and utter bullshit. And it's being fed to you by somebody with a very dark, self-centered, self-interested agenda that does not include you or your best interest or your family's. You and I, we, we all have to come together. I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. I accept you. I don't care what religion, religious background or affiliation you have. I accept you. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care what you prefer. All of that is okay with me. We have to unify. We have to unite. We have to stand tall. And we have to be willing to do what it takes to preserve freedom. Because time's fucking running out. And I can tell you from having seen parts of the world that are awful. Parts of the world that are driven and owned by authoritarianism. Totalitarianism. Tyranny. That you don't want that shit here. Or anywhere. You don't even want it in places of the world you'll never see. Or experience. We want to eradicate that worldwide, but it starts right here. And right now, especially here in the United States, we are the final bastions of freedom. If we let this thing fall here, 
It's gone for everybody worldwide. That's not acceptable for me. I'm not going to sit by and let that happen. So if you see, if I seem a little spirited about this and at times a little bit melancholy or, uh, you know, fire and brimstone, fucking A, I'm damn sure not going to sit here and meekly say, hey guys, I think it's a good idea. We should probably stand up for this. What do you think? If you disagree with this, I want to hear back from you. If you disagree that freedom is not the number one thing we need to be focused on right now, I want to hear back from you. I would love to understand the way you see those things. And if you do agree with me, don't just agree and go, amen, brother, share the message far and wide. Start to unite other people. Have the courage to have the conversations, the tough conversations. We seem to, as a society, more and more, be conflict averse. We don't want to get into a disagreement because we like those people. We don't want to piss our neighbors off. We don't want to fly the flag in front of our house because that might offend somebody. Stop worrying about offending people. It's on them, not you. Okay? Start standing up for what you believe in while you still can. Even if you disagree, stand up for your fucking what you believe in. Speak your truth. I don't care if it goes against what I'm saying. Unless you're saying freedom sucks and the United States needs to fall to the feet of tyranny, communism, and all that shit, then we have a problem. But I doubt very highly that if you're listening to this message, you believe such utter horseshit. If you're a true driven or aspiring to be one, chances are you understand the power and the importance, the priority of freedom. You can't build a business. You can't build a brand. You can't create influence from inside a prison cell. You can't do it when you've lost all connectivity. You can't do it when everything that you love and hold dear has been stripped from you, killed off, literally. It's really hard to be self-directed when you're owned by someone or something else. Get clear on what freedom means to you. Look at all the areas of your life that are possible because of freedom. Understand how hard you've worked and how much you've contributed through the way you behave, the way you show up, and the way you lead to ensuring that freedom is still alive and well here. And also, consider what your life would be like without that freedom. Because that image right there will be long-lasting, eternal if you want to think of it that way. Remember this. You can't give away temporarily your freedoms and expect to get them back. It's not how it works. That's not how the sociopaths that take it from you think. No matter how much they smile, glad hand you, or promise you, you can guarantee one thing. You give it away now, you give it away for good. Make freedom the priority. Make your responsibility as a leader, as a true driven, connected to the idea that we as a collective, all of us, we the people, have to stand united to ensure 
that that freedom stays intact and is preserved, not just for us, not just for our ways, way of life, but for those that will come after us and even people we'll never meet and other stretches and parts of the world that we'll probably never see. We owe it to them as well. I know it's a heavy responsibility, but we're up for it. We, the people, we have to stand united. And as true drivens, <laughs> dude, we are in the position perfectly designed, uniquely generated or engineered to be able to do this. We have no excuse. Let's stand shoulder to shoulder. Let's fight for this right now and forever. Thank you for listening. Take this message forth. Share it with other people who need to hear it, even people who you think might be angry to hear it. Allow it to be a wake-up call. Allow it to be a rally cry for those of us who agree and think the same or similar. And don't be afraid to stand up and fight for your freedom. You have no choice. The time is over. Like There is no more time. We have to do this now. Have the courage. Have the vision have the leadership to stand and fight for freedom for now and for the rest of time. You got this. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, fly far, fly free. Stay driven.